Hello everyone and welcome to Vibrant Life Allies. As always, I am your host, Lisa, the Life Coach. Today I had the pleasure of interviewing Barbara Fraley from Life with a Mug. I really enjoyed speaking with Barbara. She has a lovely accent and a beautiful way of expressing herself and she really opened up and was very vulnerable regarding her life experiences and the things that she had been through and how she found her way through them and the tools that she has used that have changed her life and how she wants to share them with others. Just a beautiful story, a beautiful person, and I'm glad to bring this to you today. She works with creatives and artists to help them, you know, find their way and learn how to do the business side of their work, but she's also a coach. So you'll learn a lot from listening to her story and what she's been through and um, how she was able to overcome depression and the things that she struggled with, and you can too. So definitely a wonderful value here today. So excited to bring it to you. Please check it out. As always, whatever, if it resonates with you, please reach out to her to work with her. You can also reach out to me. I'm here for you as well. And um, I know that you'll get value out of this today. So I'm very happy to bring it to you as always. Um, Enjoy the show and live vibrantly. Tell us a little bit about yourself, Barbara. Okay, um, so telling you something about myself or all about myself. All right, I'm Barbara and I live in Italy. I am a full-time artist and I coach and mentor creatives who want to have um, a life out of uh, the hobby, passion, art, creativity or whatever it is that they are doing. And I also help people want who wants to live more creative. I mean, you don't have to be an artist to be creative. You can just have a creative life doing anything else. The, the whole thing is to make life kind of enjoyable and fun, no matter what is it that you are doing. So yeah, that's basically what I do, who I am and all that. <laughs> so it's kind of like you help the creatives tap into the other sides of themselves, the, the business and, and selling aspect. And then you help people who are not known as creatives or that don't work in that field bring more creativity to their lives. Yeah, something like that. It's, it, it sounds quite like, um, I don't know, that's just me. Because uh, I tried, I, I have like this edge, like I can think very business-minded and I can think like, all over the place, like, you know, very artsy. So um, I had to come to middle point myself and I, I saw this is possible. And, and I, I found out people, let's say people who met me and when, when they see me, how I live and so on, it's like, how do you do it? Kind of like the creatives or the artists couldn't connect like, and can you make a living out of that? And I was like, yeah, yeah, why not? And, and the business people kind of like, and how can you be, because you look like so disorganized, but you still manage to make it happen, you know? So it's like both extremes kind of like get clueless when they are just like, okay, it it should be possible to get everything kind of uh, <laughs> the, right. the whole idea is to is to match we all have a little bit of everything just some parts are more i don't know visible than others and i think we we can be a whole you know we don't have to say 
I'm this or that. Uh, if, we, if we have it within us, it doesn't mean that because I'm an artist, I cannot be good at, I don't know, taking care of my numbers or because I'm a business person, I can have some creativity and finding new ways of how to enjoy my life or whatever. <laughs> yeah, no, that's beautiful. Bringing that, that balance, you know, mm -hmm. and strengthening those areas that we may perceive as weaknesses in ourselves. That's important to a, a full life. Yeah, absolutely. And so tell us about life with a mug. What is that about? <laughs> That's my very dear project. It's uh, my newest um, adventure, I would say. It started back in January 2019. And okay, Life with a Mug is the name I gave to my lifestyle. Yes, I have named my lifestyle because it's like... <laughs> Um, <laughs> you know, when I, I think I was talking with someone, probably with one of my coaches and, and he said, like, uh, how do you feel like your best or more at ease in your life? So, you know, so you try to recreate and I say, well, I feel like I'm on my thing when I'm holding a mug, kind of like I'm all the time drinking something on my mug. <laughs> so this is like, okay, that, uh, that's like my lifestyle because I can work and hold a mug. I can create art and hold a mug. I can drink tea and read a book or I can, you know, anything. So it's like, that's, that's who I am because I feel like I'm at ease. So I decided to give it a name. And that means like whenever I'm holding a mug, I'm doing my thing. So I, I created that. So the project got this name because what I represent is like what I try to do with the people I, I want to help is so they can create their own lifestyle. If it's possible, everyone should name it. So you know what makes you you and you are not, you know, just copying somebody else's life. That's what we are many times doing. And I'm just like, it doesn't work. So this project started as a blog. The intention was to share my experiences. Um, or lessons I was learning all along, but more particularly when I came out of a depression I had in Denmark. Uh, I think I'm in Italy. I was living in Denmark. I was living in the top of my life, and and I got depressed. In kind of like I couldn't understand what happened. Um, well, a lot of things happened. It was a very short depression, and I managed to go out of it, get out of it, and I I just didn't want to go back. Like it was horrible. I've never been depressed, although I have I have had many many bad things happening in my life, but I always try to make the best out of it. And I couldn't understand how is it that I'm living my best and, and, and I was just feeling my worst and it didn't make sense. So I really went deep into understanding what happened and I wanted to create a system for myself. So I was making sure that I would never get back there. And, and so Life with a Mug was collecting this information of all what I went through and I was putting it there together and sharing it first it was for myself kind of a therapy thing and making it you know like you you work with yourself and then I was okay I want to share it to the world and and then I turn it into a like more what to say more professional thing so uh, I'm writing a book where I want to share all of this in a coherent way and and that, that's that's something that really inspires me because it, it makes me feel good but I know the information is quite valid for 
anybody who you don't need to be the prince to make good use of it because it the whole thing is that you avoid going where i went so you avoid getting into my own i would say a stupid situation but it's quite common um so that's what life with a mark is it's a little bit of me for everybody else who wants to take uh, something out of my experience and my advices and what I did to make my life keep rolling and going and growing and yeah, having a happy, good life. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that's, that's invaluable because there that's when, when I was depressed, I, you know, even, even beat myself up and was even more depressed because I was like, you have no reason to be depressed. You know, I was telling myself that I should be happy because I have a fantastic life. Um, and, and what am I depressed about? And, and there's a shame there that those people, you know, we also struggle to reach out for help and talk about it because people are going to be like, what, what is wrong with you? You have a perfect life. You know, you shouldn't be depressed. Just don't be depressed. <laughs> and that obviously that doesn't work. So, you know, we keep it to ourselves and we don't get the help that we need. So you helping people and then having this book out there, it's a, a fabulous resource for people in that situation. So they can, you know, learn, like you said, from what you went through and how you got out of it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so true what you said, like you, you feel terrible, like having everything you ever wanted and having a really great life. And I mean, you feel bad for feeling bad, you know, and it's like, it took me yeah. about a year and I didn't ask for help, like, because I made a decision because I didn't even know how to ask for help. <laughs> I was walking my dogs that morning. I used to do that every morning before going to work went to take them in the forest it was beautiful really amazing and i was there thinking how could i use the dog leashes to just end everything for me and it was the dogs who really made me stop kind of like if i'm gone the dogs are going to run away and they are going to be hit by a car that was my thought and i immediately started to cry and i rushed back to my work and i said i'm gonna forget about this morning this never happened and i will never have these thoughts again which i mean i have been having these thoughts for for a while but i've never managed to get over them i thought like it was good but it in the back of my head it, it kept going and you don't really don't know how to talk about such things but that morning, I, okay, it was like, I, I, I didn't want to talk, but I ended up talking and I ended up in the hospital. So it was quite an experience, quite a deep experience. And I, the only thing I knew is that I don't want to go back there ever again. And, and people need to know they don't need to get there. And if they get there, they can really just do something. I mean, uh, we need to be able to do something before we get there. <laughs> so... I think uh, it, it was quite a life-changing moment and it wow. made me it made me vulnerable because that's one of the things that actually led me there I, I mean I was always like playing it strong and I can everything and how if you if you are like the strongest of everything how are you gonna admit you have such a problem you're always helping everybody else you're open, always being there for everybody and, and and now you're collapsing so i can't collapse so nobody can know it ever but <laughs> that's that's so not true so vulnerability and sharing so actually part of the sharing and the opening up was the 
what I needed to do when I started this live with my project. I said, if I really want to change, I have to do things I've never done before. So it's going to be extremely courageous and taking myself extremely out of my comfort zone. So I will open up and share everything I have. So not that bad because I don't want to bring about negativity, but this is facts. And if I share it, if you share it, then somebody else share it. I mean, it was actually encouraging to hear somebody else's stories about, you know, they've been similar places. So, okay, uh, yeah, I can, I can go over this too. So, you know, a little bit of that. So sharing and opening up and putting it out there is, is, is new for me. It's, it's a journey, but it's an amazing journey. I mean, it feels great just to share it. And yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it's great. Yeah. No, that's amazing. And your courage can, can save lives because like I, like you said, like we said, when you're a strong person, when you have a lot of good things in your life, it can be so hard to talk about, to get help. And then you find yourself at rock bottom, you know, with, with no help. And so you putting that out there, um, you know, that's an amazing resource for those people. And then for, like you said, you don't have to get there. So you can stop people from help people who are at that point and people who haven't got there yet. They can, they can say, Oh wait, I was, I'm going through what she was going through. What did she do? And they don't even have to get there because you, yeah. because you've stepped out, um, you know, and, and we're willing to be vulnerable and, and put this out here. So that's, um, amazing. Thank you. Thank you for that. Oh, welcome. I mean, it, it's, it, it, it's quite a, I call it, it's quite a selfish pro, um, thing because I do it for me first. And this is something you do because, you know, a lot of us is like, oh, you have to do for everybody else and, and you forget yourself. And that's one of the reasons why you end up in places like that. And, and it is like, no, this is my selfish project, which is actually the most amazing non-selfish thing because I, by helping myself, I'm, I could help somebody else, you know? So, and, and, and that's something true. Like you cannot really help somebody if you are like feeling, sorry, like shit. <laughs> and so it's like, we, we got it all wrong. You know, we got it all wrong from so many aspects. And the, the, the whole thing, the book is going to be like my biggest project because I, I really want to cover deep things, but in a way that everybody can understand, both those who haven't reached that deep yet, because that's the whole thing, to not get there. And, and if you got there, well, okay, you know, you can go out too. So um, what I found is like, for example, at the beginning of this pandemic, you know, I'm in Italy and we started quite early with this lockdown and everything was weird because it's really like a weird life we're having and I remember it wasn't the, the first week went perfect because I live in isolation for because I chosen like in the countryside I like it but after the first week I kind of felt like my freedom was taken away and I of course I'm very aware this is something I I train myself to be absolutely aware of what I'm thinking constantly so I can catch myself before I go there. And this is what happened. I realized that I have switched this, I've given the power to something external. Yes, it's true. There's a pandemic and it's true. I cannot get out of the house and it's true. My freedom has some sort of kind of taken away from me. And I bought into that idea. So I gave power to whatever was going on. 
and and it took me 48 hours till I, I saw the whole process and I was going down into a, a very terrible anxiety and I was feeling bad, anxious, fearful because someone took my freedom away and I couldn't get out of the house or they will find me because I would go out of the house and all of this. And I said, oh, no, I, I know what to do. I have to recover my freedom. So the first thing it was like, I have the power to decide if I, I'm going to give my freedom is still inside my head and I can decide how to spend this time in the lockdown. And then I said like, but I have put myself in isolation anyway. I'm not going out of the house anyway. So now because they tell me I cannot go out, I'm going to feel bad. I wasn't going out anyway. So it's like, you know, it's, it just it starts in your mind. This is a, a game that we are so unaware and we just, kid like when we find out we will find out we are really too far away so the thing that i managed to turn this around in, in, in 48 hours for me was like the proof that all that i've been doing over the past three years of this information i'm putting together and actually testing on myself i'm not just putting this together and just talking about it i'm just testing it on myself so i have survived these past three months and have it has been amazing because I, I have managed to not only take myself out of the depression condition that I have put myself all alone because nobody put me there. And I, I managed to keep my business alive. I am non-essential business. I make art. I mean, I'm not feeding anybody. I'm not really doing, I mean, it's art. And what's this conception? Like art is useless whatever is good for me and it's good for those who buy it and my business was not only thriving it was on the top it has been the entire year over these three months because i follow all these systems i created actually these systems i created when i was taking myself out of this depression was like i don't have to let whatever is going outside of me change what is going on inside of me. So I will have this plan and I'm going to stick to it. And I will do these things that I have decided are good for me, for right. my business, for my mental health. And I stick to the plan every single day. And I can't believe it's been three months and it's been fantastic three months, but it could have been the total opposite if I didn't catch myself in time, you know? Right. So... Yeah, I'm, I'm really happy because, because it, it worked for me and, and I know it can work for everyone who's decided and willing to help themselves because it starts there in the end. Right. Yeah, I've been very grateful during this time that I found thought work um, and coaching before <laughs> this hit. Um, so I had those tools in place um, already to prepare. and. So, you know, not everybody had that, but if you can, you know, take this time, learn it now and apply it through this situation, then, you know, you've got, you, you've got what you need. You will be able to apply it when things are more normal or when another circumstance that might not be ideal occurs. Totally. We, we hope nothing so extreme happens again, but we never know. So <laughs> the thing is that we can, I mean, many times we just get upset with, with little tiny things. And then that's just giving the power to whatever thing is happening. And that shouldn't be that way. So a lot of the message I, I want to share is like, you, you have the power 
about what you feel, how you think, how you do, how you react. In fact, you don't have to react. You have to, you know, it, it's a process and it's nothing that, of course, you do overnight, but right, you start right. somewhere, like everything, you know. At least if you can bring awareness that things work this way, <laughs> that's something. Right. Awareness is the, the first step to sustainable change. You have to become aware of the thoughts that are, that are causing these feelings for you and aware of the fact that you're in control of the thoughts, not the circumstances, but how you react and what you think about them. Totally. Yeah. And you have the power to change that. You know, and we had talked before and you were talking about um, how everybody's struggling with something right now. It's very obvious with the pandemic, but we're all, you know, we all have things that we're working through and that's just a part of life. Yeah. So struggle is like struggles and problems. It's like, it's, you know, it's part of life. And, and it's just like, if you're going to be alive, things are going to happen all the time i mean now it's a pandemic tomorrow we don't know and we have to learn somehow to deal with that and but but going to more come on because yeah okay pandemic is quite heavy thing and not everybody's like really well we, we can expect a lot from people in these circumstances it's just so random so weird but 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 translating the, the struggles of the everyday thing is kind of like what 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 helps me to see struggles as something embraceable if if you will <laughs> is thinking what is beyond that thing because i'm going through whatever circumstance because Normally, there are two reasons why I'm going to, through something. I either put myself into doing something. So if I decided to put myself into doing that something, it's most probably because I have made a decision that I wanted to either achieve something or get something. So if I have been lucky of doing the really, uh, what I call them, um, <laughs> inner work in making sure that this, this thing I'm going after is something that I really, really want, the struggle is going to be really the most lovely thing I can go through because I know that I'm going somewhere and I will really embrace this the whole journey of, you know, I'm doing this, overcoming this, learning this and changing something about myself because I want to get to the other side of the struggle. This is something that I have put myself through. And, and you know, it's impossible to put yourself into something and not hit a wall every now and then. And so instead of thinking about the wall, it's like think what is in the other side of the wall. So I have, I have kind of trained myself since very young to do that because life uh, kind of put me in a lot of weird circumstances as I was growing up. And, and I, I just couldn't look at the problems because they were too depressing. And I would look at what is at the other end of the rainbow. And, and if you can't see that, then your life gets colored in another way. And I know a lot of people will discuss this thing because they are just not in the right mindset to understand you have to have something in your life which is like kind of bigger than the moment. Of course, you live in the moment, but this moment becomes meaningful when 
you you know you're going towards something that you are creating in your mind the moment is now but it's not a static you are transitioning from moment to moment to moment to moment so it's an eternal now through a lot of things and some moments are super enjoyable some others are not so enjoyable but it just depends on how you look at it and if you can really hold yourself accountable with the thing that you have created that you are going towards it really doesn't matter what circumstance you are living you know if you're lucky to have a job that you love fantastic your struggles will be smaller or maybe big but you won't care that much because a bigger percent of what you are doing every day is nice but if you have a job like you really don't embrace <laughs> don't want the thing is to bring into your life more things that are more you and this is all the message i try to spread you know bring things in your life that really makes you so it doesn't matter what you have in front you are doing this work that you don't really like because of something that is in sync with you something that makes your life worthy of something worthy of your time worthy of going and do you know this boring work you don't like and it's so important to really bring things that makes us us into your life and this is something a lot of people has to learn how to do and which is quite sad you know because i feel like we kind of have been taken away from this amazing part of life of kind of liking things which are personal to us instead of liking things because everybody else is liking them and that's another topic perhaps but yeah, it, it makes kind of point. part of the context you know it makes it makes the bad things be nicer when you at least have something which is yours in your life in that is going on you know something that is bigger than whatever thing is happening that you don't like right um yeah we had talked before and you had mentioned you know the importance of knowing what it is that you really that you really want for you and having that clarity and direction so that you know when things get messy when things get off track and you're struggling and you're like wait why am i doing this right. you know you don't give up and quit if you have that that clarity yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. it's like yeah people call it your why call it I don't know, it's a dream or a goal. It's something that is you. In the end, it's like the things that you decide that you want. You have to be clear. You have to be conscious. And you have to know that, uh, I mean, there will be contrarians. <laughs> there will be these little things and struggles. But, but creating this something, you know, creating this clarity is key. It's really key for, for, for really moving moving on actually when um i got the press um one of the factors was because i couldn't see any future anymore <laughs> and the funny thing is i i, I am a creative i mean by nature <laughs> but i have created that ideal life and kind of i stopped there i didn't add more things i didn't know back when i started creating this whole big thing when I created it, I was like 12 years old. So it was like huge and I will never make it, but I made it. But I never evolved my vision. You know, I have evolved. I have grown up. And, and of course, 
in order to make those things happen, you become another person, you, you, you internalize a lot. So now what you have is, you know, yeah, that was perfect, but I didn't upgrade my vision. And the fact that you don't have something that is calling you from, from the future, but that you have created, made it really difficult for me because I felt like, yeah, I have a job I love, but I'm working to pay the rent. What's the point? I mean, <laughs> oh yeah, I I have fun every day, but what for? I mean, and I started questioning all of that thing. So I I found out by this experience, this this thing that they say, you know, the 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 journey must be that thing that you really enjoy because in the end, it's you have to go towards something that you have to enjoy the every day. So it's like they have to they have to exist both of them. The big thing has to exist because it's calling you and it's keeping you moving and, and you have to enjoy what you do, but you cannot, I mean, it's useless to have one thing and don't have the other because I was enjoy. I mean, it could have been an enjoy, enjoyable journey, but at that point it wasn't being a, not even a journey. It was just a repetitive thing. Like it was pointless. It was no purpose. It was like, okay, now what, you know, and, and, and it, it sounds quite silly when I say it and every time I thought about it it was like wow it really doesn't make a lot of sense until you are there and, and, and it does it's what changes the way you will uh, enjoy or not enjoy your life and and that explains why how is it that a lot of people have the amazing things and they feel empty because it's like something meaning like you, you are creating something you, you have to move somewhere you have to have that target and I think when you understand that and you manage to be able to feed that and this is a, an infinite source of inner inspiration and motivation and, 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 and power and energy that even when you are tired, you're still doing. And it's not because you are like a workaholic. You don't suffer all that work. It's just you really can't stop working because it's just so much fun and amazing and you're tired. But who cares? Because this makes sense which is totally different than, than working because, yeah, we have to work because we have to maintain all this state we have now because we, we made it. And then, you know, what happens? It happened to me. It happens to a lot of people. So getting these things all in place, it's like, it's not this or that. It's everything. It must be balanced. And, and I think that's key. Right. You need the, the vision so that you don't feel like you're just doing things to be doing them. And then the vision also helps when you're struggling because you, you know why you've chosen to step out into that growth, which is a struggle, which is a, a, a struggle situation. So uh, yeah, the clarity on your vision and what it is that you're headed towards it is, it's very, it's crucial. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, totally. I think that is very important for a lot of people that are in that situation where they're not sure why they're not enjoying what they think is a good life that they have, you know, it's because they don't know where, where it's headed, where it's going, what their purpose is. It's just, you know, they're, they're just kind of loose in the wind, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And it ends up in a, a kind of a race to nowhere. And of course it becomes exhausting because it's like, yeah, this is the most important thing I have learned. And it's like, we get the energy not from the things that are outside. We have it, we get it from these things that we want, like from 
inside, <laughs> you know? It's like, yeah, you get this energy for your body from what you eat, whatever, but in the end, the real energy, the real drive comes from things that, that are, are pushing you. Actually, they are inside you and they want to be manifested somehow in the world. So they, you, you, you want to keep going and, and, and it's the, 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 the clarity of the vision that will actually make your life way easier because when you have to decide about something, it, it becomes super easy to make decisions when you are clear on what you want. You know, because if you know you want to go east, you won't consider going west unless uh, the road is blocked and you decided, okay, I'm going to take this road. But, but you know, everything becomes more conscious, more aware. So, so your energy gets, gets more unfocused. You really apply yourself to what you need to do, not just because a bunch of random stuff. So, so you become a lot more focused and centered and organized. You know, it, it becomes natural. Of course, you, you need a little training in how to do it, but you find it out. It, it becomes some, somehow natural. It's like, you know, when horses, they put this cover in the eyes and they just look to the front and, and you become just like that because you get less distracted. And, and it's amazing. And, and it doesn't come from from a crazy training or forcing yourself. Now, if you, if you get clear on what you want and you feed that vision constantly, and you remind yourself of, of that because that's important. Like you have to remind yourself of it mm -hmm. and do it every Definitely. day. And if, and if necessary, do it three times a day or, or every hour, it doesn't matter. But that is what is going to help you keep the focus. Whenever you're getting distracted, you just remind yourself of where you're going and it's just like, if it's something that you really want and it's, it's, it's created from, from real alignment with yourself, you just, you just don't even have a second thought about what is it that you have to do now. You just do it. You don't, just, you, know, you don't make these discussions with yourself. Oh, shall I watch Netflix now or shall I record that video that I have to do or whatever? You, know, you just know what you have to do, really. So, and it's not that you have to push. It's a no-brainer choice, but you can only come to this place when you are really clear and you're really, really aligned with all these things. And they have to make sense for you. Have to, and and then it just happens, natural. So everything just flows somehow. Right. Yeah, but it does take that practice. That's something that that I encourage most of my, my all of my clients to do is really identify those whys, write them down so that yeah. if you get, if you hit that wall, if you're struggling, you can, you have it right there. You can go back to it and remind yourself why you're doing this. Yeah. Yeah. And, and what I do is like some days it's like, maybe I have been working too much. So, okay. Sometimes it's like you get really burned out. Even if you love it, you, you, you have to force yourself to stop, to, to go and reconnect. So I make it a point like, if I can do it every day, I go out and walk. This is what works for me. And I walk in nature and I connect with my vision. So I kind of rehearse everything, my vision, and I, I revision my vision while I'm working, walking and so on. And then I just go back to work and work super energized. But if I have been working for four or five days and I didn't get a break, then I start to feel tired and, and, and if something happens and I feel disconnected and it's like, it's so hard to go back and it's, it means I, it doesn't make sense what I'm doing. It kind of like, I forgot what, what I'm doing and I start to feel lost myself. So like, no, 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 
I need to go and review the vision. And if I have to take the day out and connect with this vision, so whenever I go back to action, it's the right on target. So it's like having this clarity, getting back in the, this clarity, getting back in alignment with my vision. And so it's constant. If, if you have to decide, if you don't know what to do when you wake up, then the first thing you have to do is go and review where you're going. So go and read right, your vision it. or look at your vision board or whatever it is that you are doing or think about it, whatever. And, and then you will know what you have to do. So whenever I wake up and I don't know what I have to do, it's because I have to realign. I have to go and remind myself where I'm going. All right. So I know what I have to do now. So there is no waste of energy, no waste of work, no nonsense during my day. But if I am not in connection, then I'm sure that the day, even if I'm sitting 20 hours in front of the computer, it's going to be useless because I'll be tired. I'll be doing things just because of, you know, I have to do something, but it's not going to be productive or positive or, you know. Right. So that's, it's very key to identify that vision, those whys, and then to regularly connect to those. So that everything, you know, every little, every task just flows into that, into what it is you, you really want. And, and, and that's one of the things that, um, that you work with your clients on, helping them create that clarity and that vision. That's the start. I mean, if there is no vision, no clarity, we don't move any further until we know where we are heading. And, and it's just probably where you spend most of the time in Maybe because a lot of people are, of course, there are a lot of blocks and there are a lot of beliefs and there are a lot of, you know, nonsense around there. So you have to really, first of all, make a commitment that you are going to find out all of that and then work around all these ideas uh, that have been put inside our heads of what is the kind of life we should be living. And for many people, it's quite hard to get over that. Um, of course, you get there intellectually, maybe quite easy, <laughs> depending yeah. how open or ready you are. But then, okay, you have to really make it into your skin and you have to really understand and you have to, and, and here's where awareness comes. Like this is a daily practice of being aware. This decision or this thing I'm choosing to do today is in alignment with that thing I want or before I get to do this this is passing through all the lenses of all the things I should be doing you know this is um this is key so this is where most of the time should be used in creating in reinforcing this idea of the vision dream, goal, target, whatever you want to call it. Um, so you're sure that you are connected with it and, and you are catching every crazy belief right. <laughs> that you can't or you shouldn't or you're not worthy or, you know, whatever it is that um, that can happen. This is so, so, so extensive what can happen and the reasons why we can, you know, self-sabotage or do things that uh, really take us off. So yeah, that's, that's key, working on that. And then creating, once the vision is clear, 
And once you get in the habit, like every day you are going to reconnect with this, every day you are going to go get, whether it's your vision board or your story or whatever, your visualization. And, and then once that's clear, then we have plans and strategies. And like I said before, it was like, this is what it's key. Once you get this plan, like the strategies, what is it that you need to do? And then just focus on that and do it no matter what. So when you're going there and then this crazy belief comes and you can't or you shouldn't or you are useless or, you know, whatever, but you have that plan. So you have to commit to that plan and do it. Even if it's the last thing you do that day and then you die, but you make sure that you do what you say you're going to do. So you write it down. And if you said you're going to do that thing, you will do that thing. And I don't care what is it that you are thinking because that's the thing. The thoughts in the beginning are going to come and haunt you. So that's why, you know, stick to the plan. It's going to save you. And this plan has been created and designed by your own vision, not for any, by any ex- external thing. And that's the key. That's why I keep saying everything goes hand in hand because go and look at your vision, but you have your plan. So you don't have to doubt, but once you made the decision, you're going to do that. You just stick with that decision. You know, once the decision is made, it's not going to be changed <laughs> and, and you do it, you'll make it from your own alignment. So yeah it's 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 quite a work but it can be enjoyable and if you bring you know reduce the seriousness that's something that i like to do like it's not serious stuff it's just your life but it's not serious (laughs) anyway you just have fun i mean and it can go wrong right but if it went wrong just start over so it doesn't matter what you did didn't go like planned but you did it do that fantastic <laughs> so yeah that that's a, that's a great perspective um because you know in coaching we deal with those thoughts a lot the the self-limiting beliefs or that i should do this i should do that and when you're questioning those beliefs and whether or not they serve you you have to have that vision that that direction that you're going in to really truly be able to answer, do I, do I want to keep this thought? Is it helping me get there? So that, that's, that's a great point about how everything just connects in with having that awareness and that direction for your life. Yeah, the, the more points you manage to connect, the more stable everything will become inside. So that's part of my working process is trying to connect the dots because they 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 kind of become like a net you know like this is your protection net so if you fall you have all this knowledge and for me it's so important that people know why is it that they are doing what they are doing because if i expect from someone to tell me what's your why (laughs) i feel like the responsibility to explain why all of these I'm requiring from you, it's important. Because if you manage to connect with the reason why, then also when you are doubting and hesitating, which is a normal thing to do, but then you have this, you know, deeper sense. You can have a, 
a clearer idea okay yeah i yeah, i don't want to do but yeah it makes sense so you know you you have this back and forth kind of thought that it kind of gives you some i don't know some relief from the confusion you may have in the moment because when you are dealing with this conflicting beliefs of course you get confused you get lost you want to quit you want to do whatever but if you have the information and you have the reasons and you know, you have something to ponder around. And I think it's important. Uh, it is for me, and that's what I try to transmit uh, to people. Because when I was able to go through things, it was because I I personally need to know why. It's, it's key, like, okay, you're doing this because of that. So having this information and being able to apply it is for me something very important. Yeah. yeah. That that actually reminds me of um, when you were telling me before about um, sculpting and having the vision for what you're sculpting. Absolutely. Um, right. I'm a, I'm a sculptor and a, and a painter. And, but particularly when, when I'm sculpting, it, it can be, it can get really messy, as, especially in the beginning. It kind of like I start with a lump of clay, which is really confusing most of the times <laughs> and and it doesn't matter how I started I mean sometimes I know from the moments zero what is it that I'm going to do and sometimes I just play a little bit around and have the feeling of what is it that I'm gonna make but once I have the feeling of what I'm doing I just have to hold to that feeling you know and create that vision very very clear because then I start wor working on this abstraction and, and I don't do abstract job in the sculpture. So I want to have it, you know, I have something defined and, and this definition starts in my, in the idea I have it in my mind. So I have to keep connected with that because many, many times when I'm working, you know, I'm not even halfway there. I want to really throw that clay away because it seems at times impossible to accomplish what i'm trying to accomplish <laughs> but but you know you just remind yourself okay i'm doing this specific thing so i just need to carve a little bit from here or add a little bit from there and i wouldn't be able to know what is it that i have to remove or what is it that i have to add or what twist should i give around if i don't have clarity in my vision so whenever I lose this focus, this idea, I get really lost and, and things get really confusing. But getting back onto my final outcome, which exists in my head, and I'm able to translate that into a sculptor. And, and I love that analogy because this is exactly what I do in everything that we all do it we're just not aware how it works like we start with an idea of something i don't know i want to buy an ice cream I, i'm desperate for chocolate ice cream and that's <laughs> starting your head and then how do i get that ice cream and if i still sit here like we don't have this ice cream drug going around we are in italy gelato you have to go and buy it there so i have to make a plan how am i gonna go there you know but it started in my head and it, it doesn't matter it's a sculpture i have to keep the vision and if i want that ice cream i have to really remind myself or i can just take the wrong road and then get lost it can happen but then i remember i was going for the ice cream so i take the right road again so the, the tool was all right normal 
but then I go, so you can apply it, literally. You, you can take it to any extreme and make whatever comparison you want. It's just, you have your idea clear where you're going, you will eventually get there. If on the way, I forgot I was going for the ice cream, I, I won't get there, that's for sure. And if I forget, what is it that I'm gonna sculpt? I'm not gonna sculpt that thing, you know, because just, I will quit, I will break it, I will get mad, I will just ruin everything and I will have a very bad mood for the rest of the day. But just because, you know, and, and that's that when, when you're sculpting and you forget what you're doing and then you start to mess things up, you can start saying a lot of negative things. And that's quite normal for, you know, creatives. It's normal for everyone. But, you know, having this self-worth issue, like, and if you are attached to the work you're doing because you're it's very personal. So you have to take care of a lot of things, how you treat yourself and how you treat your emotions. And, and, and if that day the sculpture didn't go so well, it's not because I suck at sculpting, it's because I lost the vision. So start over, get new clay, forget that day, but don't ever blame it on you and how good or bad a sculptor or whatever it is that you are, how good or bad person you are. You just disconnected yourself from the vision. So you didn't know where you were going and the work ended up being horrible. And it can happen. It happens all the time. The solution for me is the most reasonable. I blame, I disconnected myself from the vision so I don't feel bad. And I have a new chance the next day or the next hour to start over fresh and clear and, and more in alignment. So that's a very good thing to do for me. <laughs> Right. I, the, it's, it's the direction, you know, you did get lost at a point, but you still know where you're going. And so you just pick up and start headed that way again. It's like getting lost and then getting mad for getting lost. That's, that's a common thing, but it doesn't help us because it just get us even more lost. You know, <laughs> we, we just get even worse. We put ourselves in a worse situation. So it, it doesn't really help. Right. Yeah. I, um, I, I was working with a client once and, and I was telling them a, an analogy kind of like, you know, like how you would act if you got lost and if you painted and got more lost, you know, I was like, if you were trapped in a room and you are like, no, 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 I cannot be trapped in this room. I'm freaking out. And you're running around and you're climbing the walls and you're like, this cannot be happening you know, and you're panicked and you're frustrated and you're fighting it, then you're just, you're increasing the fact that you're trapped. When instead totally. if you, if you sit down and you say, okay, I'm stuck in this room, what do I do now? Then you're in a place where you can look for an actual escape route and you're not just running around climbing the wall. Totally. And then, then that, that, that creativity comes because when you are cool, you can see creative outlets so you can find a spot where you can carve a hole out of this room or, you know, you see, I don't know, something. But when you are in this hysteria of being mad, you just make it worse for yourself. Like you said, just having that vision and being like, okay, I've disconnected for a moment. I'm out of alignment. Let me just get back on. And, and that helps you keep that calm place in that direction. And so you can get, get back to it. Yeah, but remember to allow yourself these moments because this is something we all have to learn at some point, like allow ourselves to, to disconnect. I mean, when we, we went away and it's fine and now I'm going to give myself this time to work on aligning with my vision 
or improving or changing it or evolving it or whatever that is because that's important like if checking i'm still on the same frequency with this i'm still in the same page with this thing or do i need to adjust it do i need to you know make a change because it can happen that as we evolve and we move towards that vision we change that's natural so we may feel sometimes this disconnection with the vision because something that we wanted when we started it was from a place that we were before we were a different person but now we're evolved so it's natural that sometimes we feel like the vision isn't feeding us so we naturally disconnect from it and then it's like because okay it needs some adjustment some upgrade some replacement so we also need to allow ourselves the possibility to to adjust that's an excellent point and and those moments of disconnect can can give you that that you can stop and be like okay why did i disconnect was it just a hard day uh, you know i'm a more messy sculpture or have i grown and changed in some way and I need to refine and revisit what it is I really want. Yeah. Totally. Great point. Thank you. I'm learning. I'm refining my thoughts here on a lot of things from hearing, wow. <laughs> hearing how you phrase it. Um, that's one of the things I love about coaching and working with other people is sometimes you know things or you've heard things a million times, but someone else says them in a different way and it clicks for you. and that's um i like the way that you're explaining these things it's very beautiful oh, thank you <laughs> i am always like i love also to, to be learning constantly and i know i hear the same thing said from 20 different people some more known some others just like me who are just random people i meet on the street i don't know it's like i just say the same but you said it in a way that just resonated you helped me make that click so I, it's, uh, yeah, it's good. That, that, that is the proof that we have to constantly tell ourselves things over and over and this repetition and these reminders, it, because like with the vision, you know, we repeat the vision and then in this repetition is when we can identify if we are off, we are, you know, we, we need to make these adjustments, but if we just created ones and forget it and First, it doesn't work, but second, we, we just, you know, we cannot spot these details that we, you know, help this fine tuning with what is it that we are doing. And so for me, it's like repetition and doing it over and over and listening to the same thing and reading over the same thing I've just heard, you know, it's like, and, and it's amazing. There's power in the words when, when they make click for us right I'm, I'm glad i could add something to this uh, this huge conversation of becoming our best version of ourselves that uh, you know there are so many people trying to add their little thing into this and i find it amazing so i hope i can be adding something for somebody else too. well you, you have for me and like I said, I coach people on the whys and I, I believe it's important. I, you know, practice this, connect with this. And yet talking to you about this today, I'm, I am like pumped and I'm like, 
I'm going to sit down with my whys again and really get into this because this is crucial. This is crucial to, you know, my life and enjoying my life and the journey um, is, you know, connecting with, with my whys again. And, and if you are someone who practices it, you get into that flow, you're working on it. And then it's like, oh, it's been a while since I checked in with that, you know, and I need to, we all need to. Yeah. So that's pretty amazing. And I think probably a lot of people listening have never really thought about writing down their whys or really, you know, thinking that through. And it's, it's very important to aligning your life and, you know, stepping into your power. Because like, I like to lift weights. And it's really important on all the lifts, the way you align your body to have the, the most strength on that lift. And so if you want to have the most power, you know, and show up as yourself in your life, that alignment is, is crucial. Totally. So that's amazing. I I know you've added value, like I said, to my life. Um, So hopefully to those listening as well. Probably they will need to listen to this talk a couple of times. So they get everything. Uh, I know that's what I do when I, when I find the conversation, like, okay that was one takeaway but then I can listen to it a hundred times there will be a hundred takeaways and it is the same talk all the time you know (laughs) but depending where you are that day and that moment you will get something so yeah right you can can save this and and revisit and review it and remind yourself of all the reminders we (laughs) were talking about today absolutely yeah I think we covered a lot and and I will listen to it myself more than once. So I think other people will too, but thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And I hope, again, it it touches them when I touched you. So my day is made, my week perhaps too. Like I'm, I'm glad.